Mr. Cello, a man that can be on stage with one name. You've got Madonna, you've got Cher, we've got Cello. Dude, you're on your way. Uh, yeah, it's an honor. I'm not really sure how I got here, but I'm, I'm certainly happy to be here. <laughs> Do you practice your signature? And I, and I gotta be honest with you, that's very important because that's uh, even Cher said that all through her high school, she practiced that signature because when people got it, they wanted, she wanted them to have something very beautiful in their hands. That's really funny. Uh, no, I haven't, but there's been a few people, my friends that asked for a, a signature. So I wrote Tom Hanks. Um, so maybe <laughs> I should get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> to be where you are and, and like you kind of made it mention that it, that it's kind of a, like a pinch me moment just to find out if it's real what how how is it that you're convincing yourself that yeah this this is the real deal uh yeah i mean there's a moment of realization when you first see the stage and you walk on stage and you you work with the incredibly talented musicians that are literally here to support your voice um and support the song that you're singing um, and to actually see the four chairs and the people in them and to see uh, people turn for you, um, it's it's all something that you can't fully experience just by watching it. It's just something on a completely different level when you're actually there. Have you gone back to watch the video? Because, I mean, you've got some serious calm going on there. It was like it was like you've been doing this for 30 years. I mean, you were, you were very much in control. Wow, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, I certainly have watched it probably to the point where I could consider myself a narcissist, um, just <laughs> over analyzing um, every little thing that I was doing. And I was like, what's that weird thing I'm doing with my hand? Oh, that's weird. Um, but uh, ultimately, I'm, I'm glad that most people liked the energy that I was bringing to the table. Is it because you, you come from that worship uh, band uh, experience because you know that the lyrics that you're sharing really do have the ability and power to get inside someone's heart? Uh, sure. I mean, honestly, my, my, if we're talking about like a God perspective, my whole headspace was what an, what a unique opportunity for me to praise the Lord, mm -hmm. um, just to showcase, uh, what the Lord has given me in this opportunity. And hopefully I can bless other people through this performance. I wasn't focused on the outcome at all. I was just thinking if I can give a good performance, even if no one turns, I'll be satisfied. Um, so the fact that two people turned for me was, uh, pretty insane to, uh, to actually see come to fruition. Well, your, your experience reminds me so much of what my pastor, Stephen Furtick, shares, and that is how is God moving through you? And he's moving through you in the way that you're reaching. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's really fascinating for me because it's like, I have this idea of whatever I want is like not good, but it's, a, but I'm learning that sometimes what God seems to want, at least, might also be what I want as well. Um, so that that's really what this whole experience felt like. Well, you're in such a perfect place when it comes to all shapes of music, because worship music these days really is a great rock song. Sure. Yeah, sure. And also, I, I'm a firm believer of uh worship not even having to be lyrical. Like, mm -hmm. there's definitely instrumentals that can be very uh metaphysical <laughs> i'm so with you on that because i'll go to the youtube channel and i'll and i'll look up frequency music and you try to figure out what your frequency is and what you're going to do with your inner core energy and and you're right the instrumentation i don't need words to get in the way i just need something to get inside me 100 percent, 100 percent. when did you realize that you had it 
I mean, it was, there was it was like wow, everybody else is playing baseball, everybody else is they're going to you know they're they're hanging out and all that kind of stuff. But you found yourself you know trying to sculpt something that others didn't see in you just yet. Um, that's a huge compliment. I really appreciate that. Um, and I guess the answer to that question is, I I don't know if I have it or not. Okay. What I what I think I do have. Um, and I hope I have it. And it's really great to hear that a lot of people think I do have it. Um, but I think one thing that I do have is, uh, a, a knowledge of what I want, um, and a desire and I'm taking the actions to get what I want, which is, I want to reach a point where I can make my own sound and share it with people, um, to hopefully become a collaborator and an artist, um, yeah. Doesn't that start with communication? And and, and I'm going to go really super deep on you here because I, th- I think you, you'll understand where I'm coming from. Communication sure. between the inner core creative self and the outside core who's performing it. There has got to be a conversation between those two people. Okay. Um because crea- like creativity me. comes from the core. It, it comes from the inside. It, and, and it's sitting there and it's talking, it's knocking on your heart, it's doing everything to get your attention all day, all night. And all of a sudden, those fingers on the outside of that real guitar have got to be able to listen to that inner core. Sure, yeah. Um, I definitely feel blessed to have a lot of creative ideas um, and to actually express them as well. Uh, to reach a, a musical competency where I can express the ideas that I want to express feels feels like a gift in itself. Um, so that's what I, what I plan on doing, um, with my original work, I'm going to be having some original music out for the first time, uh, in December. Um, so I'm excited to share those, those creative ideas with everyone. So now do you, do you, how do you market that in the way of just going to uh, SoundCloud? I mean, what, how do you, iTunes, things like that? Yeah, it'll be on all major streaming platforms. Uh, it'll be a single that that is released first um, that I wrote and produced myself. Um, and I'm, I've uh, wanted, I've over the past couple of years, I've been working on the craft of music production so I can reach a point where I can share uh, an accurate idea of what goes on in my head. Um, and I feel like I'm finally reaching a point where I can do that. So I'm hoping that people will enjoy that. Being your own engineer in a project like that, how do you set aside the perfectionist or do you just allow that side of your personality to have a presence, but your voice, don't let it, don't, don't let it be too loud. Um, yeah, that's a great question for sure. I think there's a healthy balance of both. I think there are times where that perfectionist is really a really useful tool mm-hmm. because it's when you gauge that perfectionist side of you, it really begins to set apart the quality between all the the artists that don't put in that time versus the artists that do because we live in uh, a generation and a culture in which the music uh, – world is very oversaturated um, because we have technology at our fingertips that allows us to put anything at any time on major streaming platforms. So I want to do my best to set myself aside um, and ensure a quality listening experience to to people because my end goal is for people to feel something and I'm hoping that I can do that successfully. Do you lay down the tracks first just to get the idea out there and then build upon it and then go sit in the car and listen to it? Uh, often, yeah, the creative process is different. Mm -hmm. Um, for most songs, sometimes it's a lyric that I just write in my phone. It sits for a year. And then next thing you know, in the span of a couple days, it's a song. Sometimes uh, I use voice memos a lot where I'm beatboxing and making my own melodies. Um, and sometimes, uh, it, the stars align and everything works out and I'll have a song done in about like 
12 hours or something like that where I have a completed body of work. Um, so it's a process for each one. And, and the craziest thing about that is when you get caught doing something like that, you know, putting it in, you know, doing a beatbox or, you know, you're singing into your phone and stuff like that. And people go, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, and they go, let me listen to it. And it's like, I'm not ready to let it go yet. How do you, how do you deal with those moments? Uh, yeah, that's a great question because even when tracks are more on the developed side, but not where I want it to be, I'm skeptical to share people with people because I want to ensure that whatever I'm showing people, they they don't view it as just like I'm some guy on SoundCloud, but as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, and there's very much a sound quality difference. So if I'm sharing my music with someone that I don't know very well for the first time, I want to make sure that it's worth sharing. How are you getting people to those places where the music is? Because I'm blessed with the opportunity to talk with a lot of these major acts and stuff like that. And, and they look at, at the, the, the streaming services as being the giant tower records or music land, a record store where they can go and choose. But there's still that daily goal of how do they choose us? Right. Yeah. And I think that's where the voice has become a very unique and incredible opportunity for me because I'm very suddenly uh, propelled onto this center stage where people are going out of their way to look up my name and to follow follow me on Instagram and, and see what I'm doing. So I'm doing my best to engage in content, engage in followers and build uh, build a relationship to the best I can and give people a reason to check me out and give give me a chance because if I can reach a point where there are strangers that genuinely like my music sharing it with other strangers I feel like I'm I'm on a good good path don't you love this 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 page in music history in the way that the artist is also the promoter because I was just recently with the group tyrant and 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 the lead guitarist was telling me he says I'm also the guy that does the social media work and I order the merchandise I'm going I love this stuff I love this hmm yeah it's it's such an incredible opportunity to be in this point in time with the technology we have because i mean 20 years ago i don't know if i would have been able to do what i'm doing now in terms of producing um my own stuff and sending a, a mix coordinator um and sending sending my songs to a mix engineer that's on the other side of the country yeah, yeah. um so i'm just very very grateful to have the technology that we have um to be able to do everything independently Oh my God! To, you you just you just gave me a big flashback. The mix engineer, that final mix and things like that. If you don't have open conversation during that moment where they explain the journey, I mean, this is an opportunity to, for you to be the student. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because it's it's mixing is its own craft and its own art in itself, and it should not be taken lightly. Um, it's I would argue that in a lot of cases, it's it may even be more important than the production sometimes because it can make or break a song. Um, it can definitely define the character of a song for sure. Um, and I definitely aspire to have an ear where I can mix independently. So working with people that are a lot more established and experienced is uh, 100% an incredible learning tool. Well, how are you teaching yourself to listen beyond sound where you have to listen beyond those vocals and you're picking up on what, what those fingers are doing on that guitar? Sure. Yeah. A lot of YouTube, a lot yeah. of YouTube, a lot, because uh, <laughs> most of my m musical journey has been entirely by myself through YouTube and through educational videos um, and trial and error. Um, so it's like 
when I first got my music software, I had no idea what EQ was or compression or anything like that and utilizing those, the plugins and what's a third party plugin. But over the time of playing around and finding the hours and hours of educational content, I'm getting to a place where I can understand those things. All right, you, you brought up compression. One of the things that I've talked about with, with a lot of these musicians is the fact that they are letting go of a lot of that compression. They, they, they said, I need more room so that people can hear the physical instrumentation of the songs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there's a good intimacy with that because of uh, picking up the little details and the fingers running across the fretboard mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, there's an intimacy to that. There's a realness to that. Um, and I like the idea of having those incorporated with a very upfront vocal because there's another intimacy to to the vocal just being really close creating with camilla cabella first of all wow wow because i i really believe she's going to be with us for many many multiple years this she has the plan the purpose and she knows the art of the performance what are you taking away from this moment in your creative history um that I truly can be an artist and not just a singer because yeah. um, uh, Camila really articulated that she sees me as as an artist um, and not just a, a contestant. And that really means a lot, especially coming from her. Let's talk about that, becoming an artist, because my, my becoming an artist that happened to me while I was walking down a hallway at a radio station in Charlotte, where all of a sudden, you know, I got so disgruntled with how I was behaving in the creative world. It was like, why am I this way? And then this guy walked into me and he goes, because you're an artist. And I went, that was it. And that it just, <laughs> it, I, it, I felt calm in that moment. Have you had one of those moments? Um, that's an interesting question. There's not anything that comes to my mind initially other than the fact that through different interactions that I have with friends and people, there's I'm labeled as this hyper creative individual. Um, so I guess it's me kind of accepting that, um, which relates to artistry in itself. Mm -hmm. I, I want to put some time on on what 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 listeners maybe don't know about you, and that is is that in New York State, you're part of the coronavirus hotline. You are there on that call, and and with this QB 1.1 or whatever there you guys are getting up there in the New York area right now, y your heart is going to have to be stretched out a long ways over the next few months. <laughs> yeah, for the. For about a year and a half, I've been a uh, coronavirus hotline operator where I would assist individuals uh, with vaccine information. And for a while, I was also scheduling appointments um, and assisting any general information. I got paid uh, to talk to people, um, and I really enjoy talking and helping people. So that, that's been great. Don't you think that was a calling from the guy upstairs, too? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, what an incredible opportunity to help people in that position but then to be propelled onto a stage where which is essentially my dream to to make people feel um and help people in, in a musical way um has been absolutely incredible. Well, it kind of kind of reminds me of the story. Oh, I'm going to get all biblical on you here for a second. It kind of reminds me of sure. the story of of where you know Jesus is on the boat with with Peter and everybody, and and they 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 cast the nets to the other side and they catch the fish. But that wasn't the end of the story. They had to go ashore and feed the people. And and to me, I mean, that's exactly what you're doing. You 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 threw the net over to help people with coronavirus, and then all of a sudden now you're on shore to be with people. That that to me is is the voice, or that's what I'm picking up as a viewer and and having a conversation with you you're on the land now sure yeah and it, it feels really incredible to be on the land and uh i guess it's just a matter of constantly having a heart ready for whatever and having a moldable heart um and impose not my own will but is mm -hmm. Ooh, listen to that you better write that down that sounds like something from a song
<laughs> yeah, it may or may not be in some notes. <laughs> so you, the, the song that you're going to be releasing in December, the what? Tell me about it. Is is it going to be a spiritually driven song, or or do we even have? Can we go the Amy Grant route, where she never had to ever say that she did spiritually driven songs? Um. So this song is is a very. It's kind of like a journal entry for me. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So the, the first half of the song is about a loss of a relationship and the second half is God's influence on it. Um, and it's funny how we were talking about this because one of the lines in the song at the end is make me your disciple, father, you're delightful. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to depart from your side. Um, so, um, it, it was a very emotional experience for me writing and producing that, and I'm hoping that I can touch others through it. Mm, 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 mm. This, you know, I'm, I'm here in the South, so I can say amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Dude, what, what's your website where people can go and find out more about you and give you some love? Sure, yeah. So I'm very active on my Instagram at Life of Cello, C-H-E-L-L-O. Um, I hang out and interact with a lot of people there, and that's where I'll be promoting a lot of my music. I love it, man. Please come back to this show anytime in the future, Cello. The door is always going to be open for you. That sounds great. I would love to. All right. Will you be brilliant today, okay? Will do. Thank you so much. Thank you.